0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Episode number 28 I'm Tim Filling in for the great Nate Bush Who is still out on vacation And as always Joined by the one, the only He doesn't want to be your neighbor Mr. Tom Robinson
2: What's up Nate? Quit playing with me man You sound
1: just like Tim But
2: um, (laughs) we know that you Uh, you do the basketball show
1: uh, you, uh, you, You figured me out Oh golly Jake i I guess it's
2: true i guess it's true the six foot six 490 pounds giant (laughs) from uganda who now resides in west virginia is on a uh cruise uh apparently inspired by the inspired by the florida georgia line number one hit cruise uh and he's on the high seas Still, he's actually out of the country, i think,
1: so tomorrow, Yeah, i believe he he, uh, he doesn't uh he doesn't touch back stateside till friday i believe so he's uh, he's off uh scooping up uh, uh, i hope anyway some viewers from that part of the uh some listeners from that part of the world which i will hopefully uh, which i mean I will we'll share with which I will share with everybody right now we have in fact expanded yet again. And we are now uh, being listened to in Belgium and Ireland.
2: Yay, I'm three quarter Irish. Uh, Belgium, I'll, I'll so, say I'm the other quarter, even though I, I don't so think I am. Uh,
1: welcome aboard, those of you who are in Belgium and in the good old country of Ireland. Uh, checking out some wide men. You got to like that.
2: Yeah, we're growing like a fucking weed. Like my grass, and I don't have a, a a lawnmower currently. Is your neighbor willing to come down from Canada?
1: Well, I, you know, we could probably I could probably hook you up with some lawnmowing services if, if it's required.
2: All right, I know you got the hookup. You know a guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can make that happen. My international he do to in the too? Lawn mowing community. We can get him to do some pruning for you too, if that's necessary. Yeah, trees
2: out of hand. All right. God knows I won't do it.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Well, who's got time, right? So, um, yeah. since you were last on the air, uh, the uh, both finals series have started up. Um, they've both been pretty interesting so far. So, let's take a shot at uh, the West Final, where in Game 1, the Golden State Warriors, I'm not sure if this is to anybody's surprise or not, uh, played a bit of a smackdown on uh, Houston. Uh, 119-106, the final. They kind of coasted to the end, though, I believe, a little bit. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, Golden State using? Houston? Well, it wasn't my surprise. I predicted
2: it. Uh, I predicted Golden State in six. Uh, some, some alarming surprises in the game to me, though, were just how mentally ill one Draymond Green out of Michigan State is. Uh, he's notorious for technical fouls. Kicking people in the balls, uh, et cetera, killing the refs verbally, et cetera. And uh, it it was obvious that they felt as a team, as I felt about the Rockets, that if you get in James Harden's head when the bright lights are on and Chris Paul, but more so James Harden in game one, they, they were even Steph Curry, who's fairly mild mannered. You know, was shoving them and things of that nature. But uh, but Draymond really shoved them hard for, for absolutely nothing and yapping and yelling at the ref when he got called on it. And maybe in the bigger plan, it's like Steve Kerr says, Hey, uh, we got a nutso guy here he who's very talented, by the way, Draymond, but he's fucking batshit crazy. And, uh, you know, Harden, Harden scored 41, but uh, they lost. So, you know, maybe he did because he did, you know, sluggishly played a lot of iso ball. And, then you know, he's always going to get his points. But, you know, he didn't really uh, help
1: the team. Yeah, I mean, Harden Paul uh, could not compete with uh, Curry, Durant, Thompson. I'll throw Thompson in there because he had a 28. Um, Yeah, Thompson was better
2: than Curry in game one.
1: um, I did watch most of this game. And now again, of course, as you all know, I am definitely the rookie. Not the, uh, I'm not the deep analyst that uh, Tom or Nate are. Um, but what I saw was uh, uh, they just didn't quite look. You know, I mean, it was a fairly close game. And what, what do we have? We tied at the half, I believe. It was 56-56 yeah, at all. the half. All right, and then in the third quarter, when things were starting to get nitty. Uh, Golden State's better players played better. It's quite, I don't know how else to really. I think. I mean, maybe that's that's fairly simplistic view, but that's what I saw. Their their best players got it done. Curry not quite so much, but then somebody stepped up for him. Whereas the Houston Rockets appear to be the James Harden show, they sort of remind me, and this might get me a lot of flack, they sort of remind me of uh, Cleveland, where if Harden doesn't score 62 points. Uh, the rest of the team kind of, I don't know. I mean, I'm not really sure what they were doing, but uh, if he doesn't win the game for them, they, they don't seem to be able to win. So, or at least that's what I saw that uh, the other night anyway. I mean, he played pretty good. I mean, you can't really argue with, you know, 41 points is nothing to scoff at. I mean, they had next to nothing yeah, off the you know, bench.
2: Here's here's the problem and the reason why why I picked... Damn, I sounded like Nate there. Here's the problem. Um, here's why I picked the Warriors to win in six, because they've kind of lollygagged through the season and maybe learned some lessons from seasons past where they played and won 73 games, etc. Uh, they they gave their players time to heal, like Steph Curry notably, and uh, some rest, um, etc. And when you play iso ball, it's basically team ball versus iso ball. And those Golden State Warriors are, uh, despite the record, despite the regular season, they lost twice to Houston. Um, they're a better team. They're the best team in the NBA, healthy, uh, bar none, not even close. And they're all healthy and they're all on the same page. Um hence the result of game one and hence what I believe will be the result of the series. And that is a Warriors victory, but uh, commenting on Harden, uh, not so much Paul in game one, but ISO ball, uh, what it does is it kind of leaves a lot of guys standing around and, uh, you know, they did it all the regular season, but things change, you know, a guy like Steve Kerr has been there and makes adjustments and, uh, Eric Gordon and PJ Tucker, and uh, um, even Capella to a degree.
1: Right. We've got a call. You want to take a call? we we got a call. Let's uh,
2: uh,
1: bring this up. I guess so. Or we'll, not. We'll see what's up. Sure. We'll see what's going yeah, we'll on see what's here. Up. If I can get him to bring it up here. Um, go ahead. You're on the air with the Wide Man Can't Jump. Go this again I love dead air
2: Is that is that Nate In the fucking ocean
1: Might be Alright That's enough of that I'm um, in with that result, deal. I was I trying if, to call Yeah no, That kind of stuff Will not be tolerated Anyway Back to the uh, uh, Warriors Rockets
2: Well uh, The the uh, ISO ball what I, The point I was making Is that yeah, it worked all year, but this ain't all year. This is the semifinals. This is the world watching, and this is, like, film watching. I mean, you're the hockey guy, but you can relate to any sport as far as adjustments from game one to game two, et cetera. Go right uh, on, or, or from regular season to, to the playoffs. And, you know, they knew that James Harden is what makes the Rockets go, Um Chris Paul as well, but but undoubtedly Harden number one option. And I ball what it does if it's not clicking and 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 the other teams not biting and, and they're playing it the way it should be played. Uh, I started to match P.J. Tucker, Eric Gordon, guys that during a regular season were very you know uh, helpful in that Harden could do a Ben Simmons but a better scorer where he could kick or Paul could get it to them, and they'd, they'd drain threes. And they basically were ineffective in game one. Um, Clint Capella was okay. Um, um, and Chris Tucker Paul had one point. Okay.
1: Capella, Capella put up 12. Um, Eric Gordon was fairly decent off the bench. So I guess he had 15, but in 34 minutes, maybe that's not as spectacular as it looks. Um, that's about it.
2: Yeah, their their game is iso ball and a lot of threes. And if they're off, they're gonna lose. If they're on, they're gonna beat you. And if they're somewhere in between, which they were the other night, as far as you know, uh, Harden and and so forth dropping forty one, then they'll be tough to a quote unquote regular team. But when you're playing the Warriors, you can't be anything but excellent. And yeah, iso ball would have. Caused a little, them, uh, I never. F-
1: go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know what kind of stock you guys put in uh, plus-minus. Is it sort of like hockey where there's there's some people that think that's a really uh, valid statistic and then there's some other people that think it's kind of a hokey statistic?
2: Yeah, I personally like like the uh, plus-minus to indicate what that player did that particular game and how valuable it okay, well, really then, was to his so team. So then that
1: becomes, if if that's the case, then when you look at the plus-minus, um, and that's how I look at it in hockey too. If you know, if you had five goals in a hockey game, but you were minus four, um, you know that means you were on the ice for nine. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. That's your five goals really don't mean very much. Um, so I'm looking at Mr. Harden in particular, who, despite his 41, is a minus seven, which was short of the bench player. Was the worst of the starters. So. You know, are they? I guess what I'm trying to get at is, are they willing to leave him? You know, if he gets his 40, is Golden State willing to let him have his 40? Kind of like what Boston's doing with uh, LeBron, where okay, we we really can't stop him, but as long as we can keep him from having a totally out of touch game, you know, where he puts up 55 or something crazy like that, if our guys score, we can we can we can win despite his 40.
2: Yeah, sort of. Uh, there's a similarity there, and you, and you almost um, accidentally uh, said the old Michael Jordan quote you can't stop him, you can just hope to contain him. Um, James Harden is not in that level. Um, however, he is great offensively, sometimes gets a little lazy on defense. Um, he can play. That's what I'm getting
1: that. You know, if he's going to put up 41, but we can score 40 or 50 when he's out there, maybe we'll we'll let him score 41. Yeah, uh,
2: I mean, Steph Curry, actually he didn't score. I'd have to find a real stat, Goober, but from the eye test, he didn't score that much when Steph Curry was playing one-on-one against him. Uh, But I'd have to confirm that with the –
1: yeah, yeah that would take somebody stat who's a geek. yeah. We'd have to have a super stat geek for that. Um, yeah, but I yeah. Guess, um, I guess, uh, my my overall impression of the game was that the Rockets have a good team, but Golden State's better. And yeah, they could that's, never, uh, they could never, they could never ever, when they had the chance to push, to try to get ahead, they couldn't do it. And Golden State just held them until, you know, they got into the second half and. Uh, and they were, you know, they did enough to to win, and had kind of even, I kind of even got the feeling that they they didn't pour it on even, that they knew that you know this game's under control, we've got it, and they did enough to to stay ahead, and that was it, and they took the you know they took uh, home uh, home court away from Houston, and if they can win tonight, which um, I guess the money is on them winning tonight, I don't think that series is, there's much chance that uh, they're not going to win it.
2: Well, uh, I'll save my preview after I make a few more comments on Game One. Um, Fair enough. What grinds, what grinds my gears, which I don't. Uh, I know the Family Guy <laughs> Peter Griffin said it, and I know Peter. Uh, Peter. Yeah, exactly. And what, uh, my uh, my my comedian buddy Gino Visconti. Says it on his Geno's picks. Uh, I like giving them guys free plugs because I think they'll eventually be a friend of ours and they got a big-ass audience. Um, so, anyway, uh, what grinds my gears is the talk here in Philadelphia, delusional speak about, well, you know, uh, whether you give Hanky credit or Colangelo or both. You ended up getting two generational players out of the deal. And, no, uh, you really didn't. You got a guy who has a great body and can great physical talent, and Ben Simmons, but he can't slash, won't shoot. Generational talent, no. And Bede is like I don't know, less than five years of actually playing basketball. He's a, a great talent, but you know when you look at Giannis, aka the Greek Freak. And I could probably say his name now, Anta Kakupa. No, I fucking still can't say it. Fuck that. You know who I'm talking about. I'm not even talking about it. And you look at uh, specifically in the last two series, because one of them was against Anthony Davis, and that, my friends, is a generational player when he's healthy. Uh, you put Joel Embiid against him in any portion of the ball game, whether it be defending, whether it be – Uh, offense, passing, rebounding. Uh, I I might give Embiid a slight, slight uh, advantage in actual shooting touch. He might have a little better touch than Anthony Davis because he does have a sweet shot for such a big guy. But don't throw around the generational talent shit when uh, LeBron James, Giannis, uh, Anthony Davis, and especially the buildup, and here's the crescendo, Mr. Kevin Durant, who's listed as 6'9 out of the University of Texas some years back in the Greg Oden draft, where, uh, you know, Oklahoma got the right guy because that was the debate of 1-2 back then. Oden's out of the league. But Mr. Durant is just sensational. Um, He's unguardable. I mean, he even cockley said it during game one he said they have nobody that can guard me he was audible on the camera which makes them heels again um golden state was baby faces for you wrestling people four years ago but they've turned heel somehow uh from durant coming over from a powerhouse and the rich got richer etc it's hard to hate steph curry and clay thompson's pretty quiet but you know the rest of them are heels, but he, uh, undoubtedly Kevin Durant is just such a fucking good player. Um, better on the offensive end, unstoppable. Really, um, that's why he's sometimes compared to LeBron as far as the best player in the in the world. But because um, offensively he's he's really on another level. But uh, LeBron's a way better defensive player and facilitator and so forth. But um when you talk generational players you gotta talk about Kevin Durant and you gotta wait years and years and years to see if these Philly guys develop. Uh, but well, I I I'll close I'll close that game one on Steve Kerr's comments that I thought were pretty funny and, and um related to what I think we talked about last night on was last night Wide Men Can't Wager? Correct. Steve Kerr in the pregame press conference, uh was asked about what he feels about being a underdog. They were uh, an underdog at Houston in game one, and he said, well, I like uh, Golden State plus one and a half. And he he cracked up the whole press room because you're not allowed to say that. But now that it was announced that morning, he, he followed up. I, I watched the report, and I'm just having fun with you guys, blah, 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 blah. And he made a joke that Adam Silver was going to be on line one, giving him a fine and what, whatnot for saying it. But, um, but yeah, they, uh, they took game one, which is all they needed to do, to take home, home court advantage back. And now tonight uh, I will give a little surprise maybe to you and to the listeners. I did pick the Warriors in six because I respect the Rockets' talent I did uh, think Chris Paul and James Harden, when the lights are on, when it's really crunch time, for eh? But if it's like a Game 7 scenario, Harden's going to fail. He's going he's to disappear. And Paul has never shown anything in his career that he could step up. And quite frankly, the Rockets just aren't as good as the Warriors. But tonight, Game 2, Warriors did what they were out to do. Um, they know. I mean, it's hard. To put maximum effort out, when you know you're a better team, you know you're a better team than who's going to face you next round, et cetera. And that's how they didn't <coughs> have the best record ever and all that shit this year. They will lose, in my opinion. Uh, the game tips off at 9 tonight. Do you know the date offhand? Because uh, we should mention that. Do I know the Listen, afterwards, the, the date, May, what's today, May the 17th or something, 16th. May 16th, it's Game it's 2, six. prior to tip-off, it's, it's like 8-something Eastern time, and they start at 9. It's Houston Rockets, before game time. In, T- yes, in TR's opinion, I don't want to mess with the spread because that's going to be a show towards football season. But I will say that the Houston Rockets will shoot a gazillion three-pointers tonight. And you may just be on to something with, with your philosophy that Golden State says, Hey, if uh, if he scores 60, he's got to score 60 to beat. He may drop 50 tonight, Harden. Uh, Paul may drop Definitely. 30. I would – uh, uh... here I go again with the bets. I, I was going to say I would go with the over, but I do not talk about wagering yet. Um, but I think that they're a three-point game. They're going to adjust in that, in that respect to get others involved. And Harden will get his. Paul will get his. Durant will get his. Draymond will probably do something stupid, get kicked out of the game, which will help the scenario for the Rockets. And it'll be back even, uh, one-to-one, heading to the Bay Area for Game 3, in my humble opinion. So I I, I say the Rockets tonight, they make the... Uh, there ain't much adjustments that they can make truthfully against Golden State. I mean, if, if such talent and ball movement and as I said on one of the other shows, which is being brought up, their starting five is called the Hamptons Five because they're all wealthy and successful, with Andre Godala being like the the worst of the five, if you can say that word, and he's an all-defensive player, and he he's won finals MVPs in the past, et cetera. And if that's your fifth guy, and you've got a guy like Livingston coming off the bench, and Nick Young, a.k.a. Swaggy P., who uh probably could start ninety percent of the league still. Um he's not an all star, but he's certainly a factor. Uh, they're just they're just too goddamn strong Tim. They're uh they're gonna well, win in six. I'll give you some in my opinion.
1: I'll give you some facts about uh uh if they do not win tonight. Uh in NBA history. Only five teams have come back from two zero since twenty twelve, and overall, historically, two hundred and eighty one and nineteen. You so you cannot lose both games at home. It's almost a death sentence.
2: Uh, and in this case, I think it would be, and I think that's also a factor
1: that a motivating factor for them.
2: And honestly, you know, I, I don't happened. think. Uh,
1: uh-huh uh and the and the spread tonight is uh uh Houston minus two and the over under is two twenty four and a half so for those who are interested in those sort of things,
2: if it wasn't the, those two teams that that number would be ridiculously high as far as the two twenty four and a half but those two teams can can just score one thirty
1: oh, i guess that's half a sneezing. point less than what it was in game one. Was two two twenty five was the total in, in the first game. So, yeah. So that's yeah, uh, that's going to shape up. Should be a, should be an interesting game tonight.
2: I I just I just can't see the Rockets losing four straight, and uh, you know if, I just don't see them winning a series either. But if there's a game to get, it's tonight, and then maybe they'll sneak one one other when. Yeah, uh, you know, there have the, you got to the Warriors kind of, guards Got
1: to be uh, they've got to sort of be hoping for some kind of a something from outside of the game to uh, you know somebody takes a tumble or something along those lines. Because I I don't I, I agree I, I just don't see any way but or from what I saw at least in game one I saw no indication that the uh, Golden State Warriors have any fear of the Houston Rockets whatsoever.
2: Before before we move on for those from those two. Um, remind me in a future episode to make my all mental patient team because Draymond Green is jumping out of the, the <laughs>
1: yeah, well, screen, you put, uh, so to speak. When we get to the uh, game two of the Celtics Cavaliers, we can, we can add someone to that list too from what I hear. But we'll get to that when we Fair get enough. there. So uh, Sunday, the 13th, was uh, game one of the Eastern final. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the Sixers Celtics are in that, the- aren't they? Yeah, everybody was looking quite forward to this. Uh the Mighty Cavaliers had disposed of the 76ers and uh is that no, did I got that right? No, the Cavaliers beat the Cavaliers beat Toronto in four straight, which nobody I'm not surprised Cleveland won the series, but I don't think anybody saw for an old sweep. Um, and the Celtics
2: oh, uh, brushed off. Real quick, Tim. Or did you... Real quick, I got, a, go I got a message for LeBron James from Coach Casey. Thanks, jerk-off. Anyway, go ahead.
1: <laughs> and the Celtics, like I said, brushed off the 76ers. Um, uh, before this game started, there was a lot of talk about, uh, you know, banged-up Celtics, could they, you know, LeBron is the man, et cetera. It's the usual that you can expect when you got a. A guy who's as good as LeBron, whether you love him or hate him, you, you can't argue his his abilities on the court. Um, but this one, I don't know if the you know, if the Cavaliers were tired, they shouldn't have been. If They were dusty, uh, rusty. I don't know, but they got smacked. Um, this game wasn't even close. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I have to say, I was kind of surprised. I I didn't think they'd take a beat down the way they did in game one.
2: Uh, I I think you're not alone on that assessment because I certainly, I I predicted the Celtics to win game one. Having the advantage of watching every possession when they played Philadelphia and being so tuned in and rooting for the (laughs) Sixers, I became very well aware of how great these Celtics are minus their two "Quote unquote best players," and uh, we're not sure of that because they're not playing, and these other guys are stepping up to a real high level. Um, <clears throat> I predicted Boston to win Game One correctly, but I was uh, stunned after the first quarter when it was 36 to 18, and they continued on and ended up. The uh, closest the Cavs got was they cut it to 14 on a little run. I
1: mean, it was LeBron James uh, scored. 50, I mean, it was uh, 15 61 35 uh, at the half for God's sake. Of a, yeah, of a, of a final conference finals game.
2: They played <laughs> incredible, and that's another testament to Brad Stevens, who Robert Parrish is not uh, completely sold on yet. But we can get to that later. Um, Brad Stevens is getting uh, all kinds of accolades nationally, and uh, you know we were kind of early on that because we interviewed a lot of Celtics people and. You know, we were uh hesitant to agree until they beat, especially for me. Well, they beat the Sixers take, in almost take every me through this, though,
1: Tom. Let's look at let's look at the game from a slightly different uh and you're the expert, so I'm going to ask you. Was game 1 a case of that the Celtics really actually played that well or was it a case of Cleveland played that bad? Well, in my got, opinion, um, it was when well, you've got LeBron go ahead, and James gosh, who only gets 15 points uh, Cleveland had a grand total of uh, forty-nine from their starters. Total. Was this just uh, the game that got out of hand after the first half, and they just said the hell with it and shut her down? No. Or,
2: not my opinion. I mean, when I look
1: at the, when I look at the stats, I mean the stats are horrendous. I mean, four for twenty-six from three-point land. What is this high yep. school game? Um, so uh, okay, I won't say that they. I won't say that they quit. Maybe that's too strong. But were they really that? Were they just really shitty in Game On, or was it something the Celtics um, were doing?
2: I believe it was the Brad Stevens game plan and defending. Okay,
1: when well, you take LeBron okay out of the. Here, it's why I'm asking?
2: When you take LeBron out of the equation, uh, and. I'm going to go around the world with this one, but um, I'm going to get back to the point. Uh, LeBron has a history when he's been down in in other series before. And uh, some games where he's not having his best game due to uh, the double team that, you know, Brad Stevens was doing. And they had a guy everywhere in the paint. And, uh, you know, they they just made LeBron look mortal or human. But he's had – previous years where he's kind of took those games as a loss during the game. Um, he hasn't publicly said this, but those who observe the game closely have, have noticed that he tries to figure out for the next game during the game that he's getting his ass kicked as to why. He's a very cerebral dude. He uh, He's so dedicated to this game that he spends up to seven figures In the off-season, in his home, he has hyperbolic chambers. He has uh, on-site chiropractors, masseuses, oxygen tanks. You name it, he's got it to to keep his self-slash-brand on top. Did you hear that, by the way? Hear what? Never mind. Something just beeped into my phone, and I thought it might be audible on the uh, the air. I apologize. Um, So... LeBron uh, He didn't I mean he didn't necessarily have his A game for sure but that Was a lot due To the defensive Scheme and what they were doing uh, To him in game one And as far as help Kevin uh, The loss of Kyrie Irving is so Huge Um, everybody was anointing LeBron going into these Games as, you know, now he's finally surpassed Michael Jordan and what have you. And, and we don't want to do that debate because different years, different players. Uh, no. However, they, they people, the media tends to get carried away, and that's why I don't consider us media. I consider us uh, realists. These, you know, against Indiana and Toronto, sure, he's the best player in the history of mankind. But when you're getting closer and closer and, you know, you're playing teams that are really gunning and watching tape and, and earn their spot and have the talent and the size and the game plan and the coaching, you know, it's – it's Kyrie Irving is missing greatly. They need that other guy between him and Love, the big three, so to speak, to compete. I mean, he's great, but he, he's, he can't – he can't just – Keep doing it by himself. You know he needs uh, he needs help, and the guys like J.R. Smith, I believe, didn't even score. He scored one or something in game one. I think you might have the stats. I'm not sure, but
1: yeah, Jr. Smith I is do. a king uh, He had four in game one.
2: Yeah, I mean that's inexcusable because he's one of their shooters, and uh, he's also a mental patient too. But uh, he's calmed down over the years. Kyle Korver didn't really help him. Kevin Love had a you know okay game.
1: Kevin, loves. So Kevin their, love's on their starters were uh, Le, LeBron James had fifteen, Love had seventeen, Hill had five, Corver had five, and Smith had four. That's where their that was their start. Yeah. George so Hill's easy,
2: another George guy who's George Hill's another guy who they got in that mid shakeup. But they I mean, got the because be he had playoff experience.
1: It it almost seems impossible to me that you could play twenty eight minutes of a basketball game and only get 5 points.
2: When you're an NBA level player yeah. and a starter, it's uh it's hard to fathom but um
1: well, and then when you look at his like and I'm not picking on on Hill, I'm just using him as an example cuz he's here. Um, no rebounds, no assists, no steals, no blocks, no takeaways. 5 points on uh uh one one field goal and one three pointer and a minus fifteen what were you doing out there' <laughs> I'm not talking about well, dick or anything but like what what were you doing out there for twenty eight minutes? Did you touch the ball well, i mean
2: i i can i can i can say two points to that, and it'll sound like I'm defending hill, which i'm not but
1: no i mean i'm what he did now, out, you're the expert and i'm not so
2: what he did out there. As as poorly as it comes across, was four points more than the generational player Ben Simmons did to that same Boston Celtics defense.
1: Well, that's that is also true. Uh,
2: that they're they are just a scary team. They 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 have uh, it seems like the mental patient playoffs because we had Rondo who's eliminated, and Marcus Smart's a nutcase too, but he's a good nutcase. And uh, also, game one, I, for, I forgot to mention. Prior Philadelphia's own uh, Marcus Morris, Marquise, twin brother of Marquise. I don't know how the hell you say their name, but they look exactly like they're they're from Philly. Uh, Put out there that he's the second best guy, in his opinion, in the whole NBA to defend LeBron James, other than Kawhi Leonard, who's been out most of the season and is a question mark as far as his mental state. But um, damn if he didn't uh, come out and prove something. He put his money where his mouth was, and he was constantly. All of them were. Bought. They're like gnats, man. They're all over you. It's like, come on, dude. They're like, they're like uh, nine T.J. McConnells that are bigger and more athletic. If you can imagine that.
1: <laughs> um, okay, but that's an interesting other, other.
2: Other than that guy, other than the Australian Baines, who's just kind of out there to bang and. He's dropping threes, which is just crazy because this guy has a and weird was, shot. Well, even he, like,
1: he only had uh, four points in, in game one, but he was a plus 17 while he was out there. So he was effective. Yeah, he's a
2: presence. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, doing whatever but, it was uh, he was doing. But. Game one, uh, but we've already had a game two result. But game one, uh, you know, I didn't expect a 25-point victory by Boston, but I did expect a victory. I predicted Boston in seven, which I'll stick with um, however, I also no, took into over, consideration yeah i I also took into consideration that LeBron's been behind before, and although his team is lacking in depth as far as superstars go, he did make adjustments uh which game two we won't get to yet, but he did make adjustments in. Kind of righted some wrongs on his on his own behalf in game two, um, but as far as game one, no, I didn't expect a 25 point victory. However, it, uh, people have uh, revisionist history, and they don't remember that in game six, prior to going back to Cleveland, the Pacers beat him uh, 118 to 90 or something. Uh, something in the twenty-five to thirty-point range as well, and then went back to Cleveland and you can't, Cleveland the not uh, serious so. the,
1: the playoffs is not. You, 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 game one is gone. Yeah, and, and as far as that goes, so is game two. Those games are gone. They 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 mean nothing. They're totally right. meaningless at, at this at this level. I mean, the, the only the only stat that counts from either of those games is who won them. After that, it means nothing. As far as who's going to do what or yeah, you can't it's not it's not like regular season where okay, La well, LeBron only had 15, maybe there's something wrong with him or he's hurt or you know, uh, he's in a slump. I mean, th- th- that doesn't happen at this point. And if it does, then somebody really then something's wrong. Big time wrong. Um so anyway, that takes us to uh Tuesday night. Um Game 2 in Boston. And uh, game two, the result is the result is not quite as bad. Um, And in fact, uh, at the half, it was uh, Cleveland up by seven at the half. We'll take it from there.
2: The set adjustments were made. Uh, some would believe that it's Ty Lu. Maybe uh, he has something to do with it. It's kind of a running joke around the NBA that LeBron's really yeah. the head coach. But uh, we'll get
1: to some of that later.
2: Yeah, you know, we'll we'll see in the future if uh, LeBron and Lou are separated. If Lou has any kind of legitimate coaching chops or whatever, but some adjustments were made. LeBron came out like gangbusters and was oh my goodness! In the beginning of the game, he just he looked it's like that guy right that were all the turn away, uh, fall away, turnaround jumper, uh, for no reason really. Oh, yeah. I mean, he didn't have to. It wasn't like uh, a game winner. I mean, I, mean, I hit, guess the shot clock might have been down a little bit. Yeah, but he hit one there.
1: Yeah, he hit one in particular that was from the fucking middle of nowhere. And why he even yeah. shot like most guys wouldn't even have bothered. And it looked like somebody, you know, walked the ball up to the net and dropped it in from six inches. It, you know, couldn't have, couldn't have couldn't have shot it any better. And it's just like, okay, there's okay. This is the LeBron James that you know that the that the, the his his big fans. This is the guy they talk about. And if he keeps playing like this, Boston does not have a hope in hell of winning this game.
2: Yeah, and and the fact of the matter is uh, LeBron, to his credit, has kept himself in insane shape considering how many years he's been in the league. But his supporting cast is, uh, you know, kind of long in a tooth. And, you know, like a Kyle Korver, for instance, I have a personal, uh, you know, a little interjection here because I, I worked in entertainment for the Sixers in 2006-2007. And Corver was a member of the Sixers at that point, and for whatever reason, three straight times in the season that uh, we were performing, I showed up at the same time and we walked in together by accident. Um, just, you know, pure coincidence, and he ended up knowing who I was, because, hey, that's messed up, we keep getting here at the same time, that kind of thing. And, uh, but the reason I brought that up, obviously to put myself over, but no. Um, the the real reason I brought that up is because that tells you how old Kyle Corver is. Uh, he was on the Fixers 12 years ago, and, you know, he's been around. Uh, and he's already, you know, a slow white guy trying to be defending he's guys there. like Tatum and Brown, who are 20 he's and 21, respectively. Exactly. Um, so that's a so young man in our NBA world.
1: Player, yeah, for an NBA player, that's getting fairly long in the tooth. The skills are starting yeah, to diminish Yeah,
2: So, uh, you know, Kevin Love is, uh, you know, unquestionably the number 2 guy behind LeBron James, but
1: um you know, it's uh Who you know. He game didn't two have that a the game in game 2? No, game he played well right. as well. He yeah, he didn't he didn't suck. But that's all they had, as it turned out.
2: Now, he, Kevin Love is a literal mental patient. He came out uh, about a month or two ago and, and wrote a, yeah, a, he's a coming out of sorts. He's been
1: making a lot of uh, statements about, about depression and that sort of Anxiety
2: stuff. and depression, yeah.
1: yeah on, Which on uh,
2: I, I can relate to. I can relate
1: to. I think it's good that those kind of guys talk about that stuff. But that's a discussion for another another show, another time. Um, yeah. What jumps out at Dr. me Ruth. about this game, yeah, when we have Doctor Ruth on, is you know there again when I look Westheimer. at the box score, and granted I'm a bit of a nerd and I'm a stats guy to a a lot of degree, um, you know they got 94 on the night, and uh, 72 of that was from three guys, whereas if you flip over to the Boston side and look at their starters. Nicely spread out amongst the five of them, with a little help from uh, twenty from the bench, and you know, it reminds me of a conversation we had back during the Final Four, when um, I believe it was—I don't want to get the names wrong—Coach um, of Kentucky, I believe. Cal Perry. John Calipari. Yes. John Calipari, who came out after they lost and said, "Well, this is what happens when a, a, a team that has two stars on it plays a basketball team. Yeah, they you can't win. It's the rare the rare night you'll get it done when when the other team doesn't play very well. But well, this is just like what we were talking about about Harden. I think the Celtics are quite fine to let LeBron have 40 – if the rest of the team does nothing. You know, they can they yeah, can manage something. Uh, you know, like that's that's manageable for them because their team is so well rounded that uh you know, two guys erased his forty and their bench and the rest of their starters outperforms the rest of Cleveland and they won the game by thirteen. So now, again, that's a simplistic yeah. look at it, and I'm sure there's much more to it than that. But on the surface, that's what's happening. Now, that might involve coaching and you know, player matchups and all that kind of stuff, but the brass roots of it is, is again, the Boston is a better team than Cleveland overall.
2: Agreed. And I wouldn't have agreed going into the playoffs because I, quite frankly, like most of the nation, a lot of people say they predicted Boston, but they didn't. Because when you hear Kyrie Irving's down, and you you know you knew that all season their big acquisition of Gordon Hayward was out since the first game with a broken leg, you look and you say, "Ah, oh, that guy's 20 years old, and that guy's 21. What the fuck are they gonna do in the playoff time?" But Brad Stevens again, uh, credit to him, he's got the Tatum's and the Jalen Browns looking like they've been there for 15 years. I mean, they're 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 not rattled. They if one statement goes loud and clear out of this show we're doing tonight from my mouth, it'll be this one. The Boston Celtics are really freaking good. They are really freaking good.
1: Well, um, I am. You are the expert. I am not. But when I watch that game, particularly near the end of it, actually not particularly near the end of it, the second half, and it was like, okay, um, Cleveland is up by, what was it, to seven, I think, at the half. And uh, I looked away to look at something else and stuck my head back up over the computer to look at the score and go, what the hell, the score is tied. Holy crap, how did that happen? Yep. And then I got distracted again, and suddenly, um, the end of the third quarter, Boston is leading by seven. You know, they had a 14-point swing in the third. And in particular, the guy that early jumped out at me is uh, uh, Horford. What a beast that guy is. Like, is there anything that guy doesn't yeah. on the court? No, I mean, he's in blocks, the perfect place. Heels, assists, rebounds. I mean, he he, he was everywhere. Uh, and Causing shit, and they don't, uh, particularly uh, Cleveland, don't like him on top of it all, uh, <laughs> which is always, yeah. which never hurts, you know. <laughs> a little bit of sandpaper. Um, yeah, he he just struck me as okay. He knew his role. It strikes me about all the Boston players; they seem to know that that's what they're supposed to do, and they don't seem to have any problem going. At least so far, anyway. Uh, Cleveland hasn't come up with a way to stop Boston from doing their players doing what they want to do. They, yeah, they just go out and do and
2: it. it. It makes me wonder because um, I think I I can't confirm because I. I I just kind of read quickly before we went on the air, but I think the Bucks hired um, a new coach today. They, I was they hired make Mike. Uh,
1: Mike Buden, yeah, Mike Budenholzer.
2: Yeah, the old Hawks coach. Um, yeah, I was going to make a point of how good the Bucks really are because they took Boston to seven, you know, and uh, they almost stole a game in Boston, and the, that the, the Celtics might not even be here at this point. Uh, had the Giannis-led Milwaukee Bucks in the first round um, came through, but nonetheless, that's the past and we can't change. As we talked about the past, um, but they, you know, they basically humbled the Sixers, and and now they're seemingly doing the same to the veteran testing well, team of
1: Cleveland. Who did Boston play in the first round? Milwaukee, right? Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Seven games. So they so they beat Milwaukee, who is definitely is one type of team. They handle Toronto, which is a, in my opinion, anyway, is a different type of team. And now they're handling Cleveland, which again is another differently structured kind of team. Which leads me to believe that yep. the Boston Celtics are pretty damn good. Uh, there's yeah. no other way to look at it. <laughs> you know,
0: yeah, they're, they seem they're... to
1: be able to uh, to adjust to whoever they're playing, and their guys just still get it done. When they need to.
2: I mean, if you, if you want to look at it w- with just superstars, the Greek Freak, um, he didn't have a horrendous series, but he mm-hmm. didn't dominate. was very uh, Then you moved to Ben Simmons. Okay, but... yeah, did then you moved him. to Ben Simmons, neutralized him. Then you moved to LeBron, uh, neutralized him game one. Uh, he scored a lot in game two. There was there was something we're we're omitting in game two. But I don't want to infer that this affected the outcome of the game. Might have affected the couple points, and you know here and there. But LeBron, uh, totally uh, by accident. If it was Marcus Smart, I could suspect otherwise. But LeBron got wham-bam slammed by Jason Tatum running through uh, on the baseline with his shoulder hit LeBron dead in the jaw. And LeBron actually took himself out. He walked right. He got the two foul shots, made one out of two. And the stoppage of play, he didn't even look. This is why I laugh about the coach, And oh. if, if you're coaching LeBron. He didn't even look to the bench. He just walked to the top oh,
1: by himself
2: without well, any did, t- um, that's the...
1: Who Who was it from Cleveland that, uh, that uh, smacked? Um, I can't even remember. Uh, he, he smacked Boston's Boston player when he – Okay and he got a what uh he got a flagrant out of that, or they both did actually I think yeah um
2: uh, it well, ended he up did, with no, the uh, other
1: Boston player came in and he he got a flagrant too um well no the only reason'm i bringing, that, bringing, that, I'm bringing that up is because go ahead
2: it goes back to our underlying theme tonight um what happened was Al Horford, who you had just finished about and and gushed rightfully so about. Hard working veteran that's found himself in the the perfect system for him and underrated player by me and by a lot of people. Great player. Anyway, Al was going up for a dunk and on his way up, J.R. Smith, mental patient, pushed him and they you know, they were possibly gonna suspend J. R. Smith, etc. Uh ended up, you know, not. And but the Boston player in question was crazy ass Marcus Smart, who it was almost like Rondo that and that, huh? Yeah, wasn't it was sure like Rondo and Draymond it. Green. It was a great. Uh, I just love naughty players, man. It's it's great stuff. But well, the reason
1: uh, I, actually, the reason I really brought it up though was because today, the league you know, they didn't do anything. They just came out, you know, their statement was they didn't think it was it was bad enough to merit any more attention. And then I guess Yeah. <laughs> The point I'm really trying to make is that uh, all the the talk that we do about how Tyrone Liu doesn't really, we're not really sure why he's over there most days. Uh, he, uh-huh. he got in the media and 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 declared that the Boston Celtics, uh, the Celtics are goons. That was his, <laughs> that, was his con- that was his contribution to the uh, to the uh, series so far is that the Celtics are goons and the refs really need to do something about their goonery. This after one of his players could have. I mean, he didn't shove him really hard, but, boy, he he really could have fucked him up if he'd have uh, fallen wrong on that play. That could have been a serious yeah. injury. I and mean, had, mind you, too, Warford... there was a time when nobody would have batted an eyelash at that play. That would have been a hard foul. No. So, you know, two ways of had... looking at it, but I just thought it was funny that he called them goons. That's all.
2: Yeah, I bet you perked up with the hockey knowledge. Uh, it was like, wait, is this hockey what?
1: um but what it was a fight
2: yeah exactly but, uh, um but if if Horford had already uh elevated maybe i don't know 6 inches higher before the shove now we're talking some possible real injury there
1: yeah but he, he got him like you he, know he, just lower back and he I mean he did shove him a little bit but it wasn't he he uh he pulled back. He he could have done it a way worse, and and uh, he admitted too, I saw today. He admitted that it was a stupid move and shouldn't have done it. And opening yourself up to a whole world of hurt for no real reason because it didn't. The play itself was. It didn't do anything right. Except lead. To, I'll tell you what, bro. Uh, them, except leading to some more foul shots and pissing off Boston.
2: J.R. Smith. Uh... To his credit a little bit he's still nuts, but since he's came to Cleveland, I mean he's improved himself on and off the court. He was really out there for a while, and uh you know a little bit still in there, he's still a little bit nutty, but uh compared to years ago he's he's really improved his his own personal self, and uh, and it's paid off on the court in, in prior years, but um, I can just skip to the end of this game. Uh, Boston makes their comeback, and then once you're there, despite LeBron scoring a ton of points, um, and, and love having a good game, there was basically nothing else from the Cavs, and both sides of the ball with Boston, they're just fucking pests. Like, if uh, you know, if if you're good, if if Lebron uh, say Lebron's shutting down Jason Tatum, and you know for whatever reason, uh, J.R. Smith's doing okay with Jalen Brown. Corver's a mismatch somewhere. All of a sudden, Rozier's scoring, and then they put in Marcus Smart, and his crazy ass is scoring. It's like, and then defensively, it's the same thing. It's like you know, any of those names I mentioned, or Al Horford. They put a double team on LeBron, and then it's like, "What's fuck? What do we do?" And it's it's really, it's all the scheme of of Brad Stevens, and 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 to go further, it's all the players put in place by Danny Ainge, who's got if the you know got to win GM of the year. Um, he just really there, you know, you could say they're overachieving, but. I don't know, man. They, when you watch them, those guys are I don't
1: think so. really talented. You know, said I saw that too. You know, it would be uh, uh, yeah, as they started to chip away at the seven-point lead and then suddenly they were ahead by whatever it was, five or six. And Cleveland would get the ball and LeBron would start to bring it up the court and he'd look around and he maybe would get a pass in if he was lucky. And, you know, I'm because I'm not the biggest fan as you guys are, you know, I, I I'm looking somewhere else or something's on my computer, and I'd look up and somewhere in that span of you know 10 seconds, the Boston had put another four points on the board, and you'd hear that okay, well I'll turn the sound back on and oh well well you know there was a a missed shot and a rebound and a and a steal, and you know now they're down 11, and that's got to be frustrating as a player yeah. when you're yeah. supposed you know when you're a franchise guy. Is who, you know, was getting it done so easily in the first two quarters suddenly can't do anything. Well,
2: I mean, I'm a week removed from that ser- uh, Sixers series. And, you know, despite my uh, objectivity and, you know, trying to be a, f- a fake journalist over here, I was rooting for the Sixers. I didn't give a shit if they kicked them in the balls to get through that series. I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I was a fan while I was in front of the TV completely. And those Celtics had me so crazy that my, blood, my face was red. I had high, like a high blood pressure gimmick going. They were so frustrating that I was feeling it through the TV. <laughs> um, so, you know, kudos to them. They deserve all the credit. I do think they're going to advance, but I got a little surprise for the listeners from the way we've been discussing this series. I do think that everybody who's home will win their respective games. I think it'll be two to two after they leave Cleveland. oh,
1: Quite possible. Uh, You're definitely going to see a different result, or I think you're going to see a different result in a Cleveland-Boston game. Um, That's not going to be
2: the way the
1: first two games
2: did. People can take things out of context, especially when I say certain statements, but um, don't be surprised if in Cleveland that certain players on that Cleveland Cavaliers team may not be touched and Boston may be two dribbles into the breakaway and you'll hear a <laughs> late whistle because, you know, you got to have some once TV again, ratings and you got to get star calls.
1: Yeah, once again, I mean, you can say what you want about the NBA um, and the conspiracy theories and all that stuff that come up every year. But nobody can tell me that the league will not be quite happy to see that series go seven games either way. And to be quite honest, if they really had their, if they could pick, I think they'd like to see Cleveland play uh Golden State again in the final. I think that's what they'd like to have sure. happen. Because ratings and sure. money and all the things that really matter, right? Um, now, I'm not going to go so far as to say that there is a, a, a call is made to the head of officiating that says, "Hey, uh, let the uh, you know, let the Cavaliers get away with a little more than you. you have been." But I think that kind of thing, I think that almost happens naturally. Yeah, it's as kind a, of an unwritten Yeah, well, as a referee, you know, you're you're aware that the, you know it's two to nothing, and you're aware that that's LeBron James, and he's going to get the benefit of the doubt. And if it's, anybody, yeah. if it's even remotely close, more than likely he's going to get the call for you know, that that works for them. That's just the way it is. Don't I don't like it? But it it does tend to be how things work out in sports. So yeah, I don't be surprised. But that series, I wouldn't be surprised at all if for Game Five headed back to Boston, the series was two to two.
2: Well, that's what I predict. And oftentimes, when you when you go into that territory. Um, our favorite age group, uh, those millennials. Well, so, you know they'll take they'll take they'll take what we just said about, and we can go back to Michael Jordan about the calls favorite Michael Jordan, and it's, it's almost earned. Sure, it. they did. It's 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 star calls, and what a millennial will take out of this to hear, and what they want us to have just said, and they'll be saying like, they'll be saying things like. Those two fucking idiots. They just said that those games are going to be predetermined for Cleveland to win. No, that's not it not at, all. at all. Cleveland still has to make. Cleveland still, still has to make, make the, the baskets.
1: baskets and all the rest. Um, all I'm saying um, is that uh, uh, when I mean in back in the day when Michael Jackson took the ball or Michael Jackson, good lord, when Michael <laughs> Jordan took the ball to the to the hoop. Yeah, you know what i was thinking about uh, when he went to the to, to slam and some jabroni got in his way. Well, they weren't calling a charge against Michael Jordan. Nobody no. wants to see that. The fans don't want to see that. The NBA don't want to see that. They that's and doubly, know, you
0: know
1: so, and doubly so. And doubly so, Cleveland's going to be home, so they weren't going to call it in Chicago. Yeah, and that makes it even. Yeah, that makes it even that much more worse. And in all honesty, like I said, I'm not a big LeBron guy, but he he's earned that from being good. That's what. You, that's one of the benefits. Yep during the game that you get from being a superstar. You get the benefit of the doubt. That's how it works. Live with it. It's
2: good to be the king.
1: Yeah, it doesn't hurt to be the king. Um, so anyway, I guess that's our, your prediction on uh, on uh, that series, is that uh, Cleveland will probably win the next two games. Um, I'm probably going to agree with you there. And if they don't, um, if they lose game three, uh, that series could could be a 4 nothing sweep. I'll be brave enough to say that too. If, if, if Boston can somehow beat Cleveland in Game Three in Cleveland, that that series may not make it back to Boston.
2: Well, I'll tell you, um, I, I I would say ninety nine percent they would still get back to Boston. However, Boston again is so freaking good and. I didn't realize how good they were. Um, so anything's possible. Uh, when you say must, I don't like saying must win because, you know, uh, several years ago, Oklahoma City well, with only, Westbrook and Durant had had uh, Golden State down three to one, and Golden State wasn't playing like Golden State, and all of a sudden, boom, three straight wins.
1: only uh... – the only must-game wins are, are games where you'll be eliminated if you don't win.
2: Right. I I agree with that wholeheartedly.
1: Yeah, yeah those are the only. Um, we got two more calls, but one is the same person who keeps phoning in, so I'm not going to answer that one. you want to take a shot at one more or no?
2: Sure. I I mean, uh, we can have some fun with them if they're having fun with us, or it might be
1: a good car. You know? yeah, okay, let's see. Uh, go ahead. You are on the air with uh wide-man catch Uh
3: Good evening, fellas. This is uh, Lou from New Jersey.
1: Lou, how you doing, sir? I'm man, Lou. All right. Yeah, man go. Lou. Yeah. Good to hear from you. All right, well. What's on your mind tonight? A lot of
3: people think oh, – I'm sorry. A lot of people are thinking that the, that the um, Warriors are going to sweep uh, the Rockets. I don't really see it happening. I think Harden's going to step on his game – and he's going to make it into a series and uh, challenge the Warriors. I predicted seven in the beginning, and I'm going to stick with it. I mean, this whole thing is saying that the Warriors, sure, they're the defending champions, but I don't see them sweeping. I don't see them sweeping the Rockets at all.
2: Lou, uh, I don't agree with the seven, but I, I don't see a sweep either, either. I predicted earlier that Houston uh-huh. will win tonight. They will win tonight. And, uh, if if you know my track record on wagering, you'll definitely pick against me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, news of the show. Yeah. So, uh,
3: yeah, yeah. I,
2: I, I hear you. Um, but you know, uh, Golden State is is a superior team. But you know the the Rockets all year have played ISO ball and have kicked it to their three point shooters. And they take a million of them. Uh, I suspect it'll be a, a playoff record tonight of, of three-pointers attempted. And I think they're going to fall tonight for the Rockets. I think uh, Golden State mentally has done what they needed to do in taking the home court away. And they're not going to be as as jacked as they were in game one. And I, I think you got a point. I don't think it's going to be a sweep at all.
1: You got anything for that, Tim? Oh, no, yeah, I think I'd have to agree with that. Uh, we're not in uh a 4-0 zone here at this point in the playoffs. I mean, these team, uh, Houston. I mean, they may you may think they don't match up with a Golden State. A lot of people don't, but I mean, 65 wins. They're not a bad team either. I mean, I'm sure they're. I'm guessing that's got to go at least six or seven. And if it goes seven, you know, you're playing with fire if you go to seven. Anything can happen in a game seven. So, I mean, do they have a chance to win that series? Sure, they do. Well, that happened. I, 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 if I was betting, I'd probably bet against them. But could it happen? Sure, it could happen.
2: Hey, Lou, where are you at on the Eastern Conference?
3: Well, you know, originally I was thinking it was going to be six with Boston. Um, now i think I'm going to say five. I mean, Cleveland doesn't know like they're putting up much of a fight. It just seems like uh, Cleveland is um, – Looking uh, tired and everything uh, from the last series, but I'm still trying to figure out well, what that comment by, by Tyronn Lue, Uh the goon comment? after the game last night, you know, the gooning comment.
1: <laughs> well, that was Tyronn think... Lue's contribution to to the coaching. Was that? Uh, yeah, because he's not really allowed to I mean, do it's anything it's, else. Is, so that should...
3: like, is that like a term for saying showing off? Or is like they're playing like a bunch of goons, or you know, I mean, I've heard that. Well, question, I think it so. was in, it was regards to and...
1: the response to the uh, the cheap shot in the back. Uh, okay, that, uh, well, I get now. I, I think it was I think it was in regards to that that uh, somehow that ended up being an even even situation, and in his opinion, he, oh, he so uh, bought, the Celtics cheapy. player should have gotten more trouble than he did. I, I guess that's the only thing. Also,
3: oh, a, a type of like thing. I get now.
2: And uh, King to... James got got shouldered and into his got, jaw, got as whacked well. pretty
1: good too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was
3: I was trying to think, what is what does that actually mean? I mean, I, I I never heard I never it in did, that sense
1: before. I never did hear what I he think, actually uh, like. Was there any more context to that, or did he just? I just read that he said they were goons, but I don't know if there was like if he was asked a question or something, and that. Was what he came up with, or, or if that was just a statement he made. Um, yeah, well, I'm trying a goon, to
2: figure what it meant. Being a goon myself, I'm very much offended. And I, I may go to Cleveland and start a rally with fellow goons and hashtag us too and, and start trying to get, to okay. get Tyron Lue's job for, for such an offensive comment. Uh, no, I kid. Um, you know, I think it was more in the context of a hockey player, obviously, of playing old school basketball. And Lou, I think the last we talked to you before, right, Lou? Yes, you have. So you, you uh, you've been around the block. You you're uh, around our age, so you've seen some rough basketball yeah. in your time. And I I think that that's what he was referring to. Um, who do you think is going to come out on top in the uh, in the series? Do you think Cleveland has a chance? Uh,
3: well, uh, no, no, I don't think so, and I didn't think of the game either, I thought Boston, you know, would have, I didn't think we are going to make it a route, because so far, that's what they've done, um, I was thinking, you know, six, but now I'm just, I'm going to say five, I don't think, um, if anything, Cleveland just wins one game, but that's about it, so we're not going to see Warriors cast part four, not a chance.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I tend to agree with you. That was my pre-conference uh, final prediction was Boston against Golden State. And if we want to fast forward, what the hell, we got time, right? Uh, I say Golden State would yeah. beat Boston. They they finally turned into a pumpkin in that series. But um, definitely yeah. underrated in my opinion. Um, Tim and I were just discussing, Lou, when, when you came into this NBA season, did you – uh, feel that Boston had a strong chance to be as good as they are.
3: Well, judging from the first game, when their star player was injured, like oh boy, this is going to be a nightmare of a season for Boston. But they've stepped it up since right. then. You know, because you know, I watched what happened uh, when that took place, and like, oh, that was horrible. Yeah. And I was just thinking, how are they going, how are they going to go on like this without you know, Gordon Hayward?
1: Yeah, it was a horrible well, looking injury. They, and, know, uh, the, yeah, then they pretty much kind of had him buried when that happened. It was kind of sort of the universal uh, opinion was, okay, well, the Celtics are done for. You know, they might still make the playoffs maybe, but they're never going to go anywhere. And that certainly has not been the case. So they got a good were team. Were you thinking the I same thing like I was saying. thinking or no? What's up? I didn't. Were you Were you thinking the
3: same thing I was thinking or uh, no? No.
1: What? That when he got hurt, they
2: were uh, done. Yes. I uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't really I know how you couldn't. Uh, I mean, I thought Kyrie would take them to the playoffs, and then Kyrie's gone, and I I totally underestimated them coming into the playoffs. And I'm I'm sure you're a Sixers fan, right, Lou? Uh,
3: no. On the other side of New Jersey, I'm in the New York, I'm in the New Jersey New York metropolitan area,
2: not the New Jersey
3: uh, Philadelphia area. Gotcha. Um,
2: <laughs> watching uh, watching the Sixers was uh, mind-numbing and frustrating because I couldn't yeah. make excuses. Boston was better than us. I mean, they beat the fuck out of us. So right. uh, it's, it's hard to swallow, but yeah, exactly.
1: Open up a can of whoop-ass.
3: That's the first night <laughs> I tend to use, a can of whoop-ass.
2: Right on, stone cold. Up a beer for the working man.
3: Right. But, um,
1: the Tyrone, You comment. Know, what I was, more, I was more,
3: um, what I was more, um, uh, ticked off about was, uh, how they fired Casey. Uh, you know, all the, all the, um, progress that was made this year by the Raptors. They had more wins than, than any other time with their franchise. Uh, he got coach of the year. Yeah, I know. They ran to a bus stop Cleveland, but yet you still fired him. Oh, boy. And it's a, a lot of people didn't really think, saying, "Well, it was time," but I don't, I don't think there was justice no. in that at all.
1: Hundred percent, that was a knee-jerk reaction to keep the fan base happy. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. And he's already admitted, off the record, that he's that he screwed up, that he, they shouldn't have done it.
2: Well, it's too wasn't. late
1: to take it back now. Yeah, too late to take it back oh, now. Just, but it was, it was, it, it definitely was not a, it wasn't a basketball move at all. It was.
2: No. Coach of the we, Year.
1: We have coach to, of the Year gets we fired. Have to, yeah, we have to appease our, our fan base. Our that's fan a base cool joke. off. We don't know what else to do to appease our fan base. Uh, what's the easiest thing to do? Fire a coach. So that's what they did. But they never Even should have done he it. If he'd he slept it? on it another night, he probably wouldn't have. But too late now.
3: You could at least let him finish his contract now. It was one year.
1: Yeah, see, they don't think about that kind of stuff, though. He he panicked. He was probably uh, maybe even worried about... Toronto has a unique situation with uh, their ownership because they're not really owned by a... Uh, uh, you know, there's not a single owner or two owners. It's, you know, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, which is a, uh, yeah. a, a shit pile of it's shit man, pile rich know. guys. Yeah, a shit pile of rich guys run by a shit pile of, of another shit pile of rich guys. Um so he okay. might have thought his own job you know if if I don't drop the axe on the coach maybe they drop the axe on me and now the rumor is actually around up here that's going around a little bit is that he may get fired too uh when it's all said and done Well
3: good so sure, we'll Serves you right
1: Yeah so we'll see what happens during the, the rest of the I mean I imagine they'll have to have that figured out by uh, draft time but uh mm-hmm. yeah it was it was a it was a shit poor move and and if nothing else Horribly uh, lacking of class, to big time to to do that. Not cool. Well,
3: you can put it this way: it was like a school. It was like a school at, uh, on certification. vacation. No class.
2: Yeah, no <laughs> class at all. So <laughs> no class. Uh, I had, Lou just I had, popped uh, me. Good shit, Lou. Uh, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on, Lou. But you you have I deserve to, it. I you deserve do, it. Right. No, 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 not at all. Uh, I'm saying you have. I think. I think you were the same guy that had a, a show of your own that you could put out there, right? Yeah, yeah. I Paul, do, and I, pl- plug, and I still
3: plug,
1: do. Plug your stuff, man. Plug your stuff.
3: All right. Um, well, my main show is uh, Saturday. Uh, wait, what times on are you? Eastern. Okay, good. Tim that takes care one Tim's problem. up there in Canada. Um, we're on the. Uh, my main show is uh, Saturday nights from six to eight, our time. Uh, It's called the Enhanced Sports Show, and we cover almost everything in the world of sports. Basketball, baseball, uh, NHL, golf, if it's a major event. Uh, This week we'll also be covering the uh, Preakness. And uh, Justify is uh, ruled to be the favorite again. So we're going to cover on that because the race will go off as in in the middle of doing my show anyway. So, hey, why not? (laughs) So, uh, you know, if you have time on Saturday between 6 and 8... Uh, call nine two nine four seven seven three six eight. Love to hear from you. And I have a. Right, you're a buddy. blog talk.
1: You're a you're a blog talk guy, right?
3: You could say that. I've been associated with now for over two years.
1: Okay, that's that's you. But they're, you're on their network just like we are. I mean, when maybe you're not a blog talk guy, but you're that's where we can find you, right?
3: I'm here. I'm there, I'm everywhere.
1: Same here. We're no, don't, everywhere make say, don't make me say Don't make me say you're shit. like Herbie's Lou. Say what? <laughs> I said, Don't make me say you're like herpes, you're here, there, and everywhere.
3: Oh boy, yeah.
1: <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Good. Um, yeah, no, no,
3: uh,
1: oh, boy. Oh. oh it was yeah, it was all in good fun. Um yeah, I might uh, I might take you up on that. I, I might give you a shout. Oh good. Good, I'll be I don't know how much you talk about hockey, but uh I oh, might Oh, I do. I, knew, might give I you a it? Okay. Well, I might give you a call on in the like, show as well. Oh, okay. Well, we can talk some. We can talk some. Uh, we can talk some, some skating for sure. Because that's you, kind hockey. of my Believe area. So. Me, I talk
3: hockey on the show. Believe me, especially oh. now with the with the Final Four, uh, of course.
1: Well, oh, all right. Well,
3: yeah.
1: And, uh, I'll, I'll probably give you and, a on shout Monday
3: evenings, uh, well, huh, at Monday evenings at 7:30, I actually host a hockey show.
1: Well, there you go. There you go, Tim. And it's that's your thing.
3: Shut the Puck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It
1: is. I didn't make it up. Well, well it
2: that's a uh, well, that's quite a title. Uh, I score
1: uh, obtain. I I, 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 it I laugh.
2: Part. I laugh because I admire the cleverness of the play on words. Um, yeah. Well, well done.
3: I well, let's put it this way. I inherited the show. I did not create it, so I take I take no
1: credit for the title itself. Well, Mm -hmm. it's a damn good catchy Mm -hmm. title, in my opinion. Still a good title, yeah. And well, that's good to know because I've got my my our hockey show is on Monday at at uh, two o'clock. That's true. But you know what? I was uh, thinking
3: that we may have to we might have to get
1: together and have a powwow.
3: Okay. Your your T P or my T P? Oh no. Uh,
1: um, we can do it. We we can we can switch back and forth. That's not a problem. I'll I'll call in for yours, and you can call in for mine, or whatever the case may be, and we'll go from there.
3: All right. Well, you're first, so I'll call to you first.
1: Yeah, that, I suppose that makes sense. Um. Yeah. All right. I I got your number here, so I'll. Uh, Good. I'll. Uh, you know,
3: I was also thinking that you know I think the begin the intro needs to be uh, tuned up a bit. So I was thinking of more. In a Beethoven style, like "Shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up," but they would not allow it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: they say I'd be sued for copyright infringement. Oh, well, yeah, they <laughs> uh,
1: copyright boy. infringement. Anyways, I got uh, work on all right. Shows. Well, let's. Ugh. We'll. Uh, well, I look forward to doing that, and uh, we'll uh, catch right. up with you soon. All right.
3: All right. have a good night. All right. we right, Round two. Your round two for your show. Seven thirty for mine.
1: Sounds good.
3: Got it. All right. Don't forget Saturday.
1: <laughs> Thanks, bud. I'll try to remember. Thank you, fellas. Interesting character, that Lou. Is, that is Lou from New Jersey, I believe. I, I, I
2: have a feeling that Lou uh I have a feeling that Lou's probably a really like uh, funny guy who who started out kinda of doing shtick. Maybe I'm wrong on this. But I think I think Lou's uh, much more um articulate and funny than he presents himself when he calls we'll have to we'll have to get a listen i think i might have to agree with you there there.
1: i I got the i get the vibe from lou that lou is the kind of guy that uh uh, when the family has a get-together he's the guy you're waiting for to pull out the funny
2: yeah, uh, yeah, I think I think Lou might have been like, "Who the fuck are these idiots? Let me fuck with them," but then he, he kind of realized halfway through that we're not really idiots, and uh, uh, so he's well, we I, I, I would but. I would venture to guess that if you listen to Lou's shows, which since he wasn't a douche, uh, I I tell everybody to listen to Lou's shows. Uh, if you remember what he just plugged to him, I I forget what time Saturday, seven thirty, is it?
1: Uh, Sorry, six, 6 to 8. Sorry, six, 6 to 8. The enhanced. Uh, yeah, I'm to go. He's shot. on our. Uh, he's a fellow blog talker, so I will uh I will go check that out and and uh see what he's bringing to the table. And, like I said, never hurts uh, having a guest that's around that doesn't mind. Who, is, who has some knowledge never hurts. So, uh yeah, we can. All right, uh, is, perhaps is there's, there's a mutual, a mutual agreement, agreement to be made there. Is the other dude still on hold at that? that, that no, around? I, I just keep I just keep ignoring the the other the other dude. I just I've got no time for that. I'm just. I'm on time with uh, We're still uh, 38 minutes. We got time to we got time to look at the uh, draft. Uh, we got time to put a final nail in the coffin of the uh, Sixer season, if you like. Um. Yeah all right i got to i got
2: uh, i could talk some sixers i could talk some sixers before uh before we get to the draft lottery last evening um philadelphia seventy sixers yeah um hold on a second the beauty of live uh podcasting i had to uh do something that was bad audio <laughs> anyway uh, the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers welcome to the moment, as the slogan went, coming into this season with a healthy Ben Simmons and a healthy Joel Embiid and a uh, you know the preseason uh, acronym of the Feds, Fultz, Embiid, Dario, and Simmons. Uh, I don't know who the fuck made that up, but, uh, you know, whatever. And Bede went with it because he goes with everything. Um, he's a big goober, but, you know, a talented goober, but a goober nonetheless. Everybody says, oh, Joel's so funny. No, he's not funny. He's not really funny at all. He's just good, and he's helping your team win. so he's like the guy in high school who can beat your ass, and his jokes ain't funny, but you just laugh anyway because he can kill you. Uh, it's not exactly <laughs> like I, 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 I would mistake but, I would mistake Embiid's lines for like uh, an early Richard Lewis. For Christ's sake, Embiid's not funny. He's just a big goof. Um, so anyhow, we have this uh, this team that I predicted, verifiable if you go to the archives on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Flash FM, TuneIn app, fucking iHeartRadio app, uh, Pad Paradise. Oh shit! We didn't even talk about our sponsors. That is our responsibility. Forget me talking about the Sixers. We got to talk yeah, about I the law just, office. Of we also P. have a,
1: a breaking. We also have a breaking. Uh, the NBA has a breaking story here that I want to. I want to go with too. That just popped up on my feed. So uh, sponsor wise, of course, the wonderful, the uh, uh, lawyer of all lawyers, Mister Stephen P. New. Um, you know, if you Based feel out of you've Berkeley, been done West wrong. Virginia? Yeah, apparently the lawyer to get if you feel you've been done wrong uh you uh maybe you want to start up a class action lawsuit from what i understand that's kind of his uh forte if i'm not wrong um but uh, a well known uh, nationally known uh, nationwide known as a great guy and a guy and, and a rare lawyer that actually is interested in uh, uh you which if you've ever had to deal with a lawyer you know how uh, rare that can be. So, uh, hats off, Stephen P New, greatest lawyer in the world, so I'm told. Nate knows a lot more about Stephen yeah. P New than I do. So, being up in, in Canada here, I can't, I can't, I can't even get the services of Stephen P New, unfortunately for me. But like I said, uh, from what I'm told and what I've heard from other places, um, you know, he's a guy who actually cares about uh, his clients and uh, is actually there to get them. A little something for them as opposed to uh, lining the pockets of the firm, as as a lot of uh, lawyers do. So that's probably going to get me into trouble for saying that, but I'm going to say it anyway.
2: Hey, um, from what I know, Stephen P. New, uh, he's a pro wrestling fan, a pro basketball fan. So, I mean, just those two things alone make him a buddy of mine. And uh, we're we're proud and happy to have him as sponsoring our Wide Men Can't Jump flag yeah, see, he flagship also show here on Wednesday his, nights.
1: He also puts his money back into his community where he's from. In, in, in the case of even our show with Nate being from uh, West Virginia, here's a guy who's not a, even though he's a big nationwide guy and could easily forget where he came from, he hasn't and uh, still supports the local businesses and stuff, which is pretty cool.
2: Yeah, so if you need a lawyer in the United States, it's not just West Virginia. And, uh, if he can't help you himself, I'm sure some, one of his associates can.
1: He'll point you so. to somebody who can. Um, we do have. Uh, I do have one commercial to play, of course. Um, you are uh, probably the guy who should talk about our other sponsor, though.
2: Yeah, uh, definitely. So while, while we are, um, heartfelt thank you to wowfreecam.com. Um, if I'm not mistaken, staking, mistaken, I can't even read a commercial that I'm making up as I go along. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Wow Free Cam has been with us since our beginning. Since day one. Um, since our inaugural in episode, this is uh, correct. Uh, Tim was – Didn't even have his hockey show at that point, I don't think.
1: Uh, I
2: think it was Nate and I just trying to get our feet wet, and we had a guy who believed in our premise and believed in our concept and most of all believed in us. And uh, we've grown by leaps and bounds. We are here now at blogtalkradio.com, which we're very happy with because we actually get, uh, you know, we're everywhere as well. Like Lou mentioned about his, we're on iTunes and all the stuff I ran down before. But uh, you know, we get numbers, and we get exactly where you yeah, are listening from, and so forth.
1: Blog Talk is the spot, though that allows us the uh, gives us the ability to put these shows out. That's you know, we're not recording in our in our basements, so to speak. Well, I
2: I, I must correlate that to what I was saying. If it wasn't for WowFreeCam dot com, who knows? Correct. We might not have a show right now. That um, is
1: quite possible. The
2: sponsors, the sponsors, Stephen P. New, wowfreecam.com, and the commercial you will play eventually. But I, I I must say, go there because it's free. That's wowfreecam.com. You may even see me there someday. Six foot one, 290 pounds. Is there a fetish there for me? I don't know. We'll have the, know.
1: Uh, we'll have the, hey, if enough people go together and said, we need to see a little wide man's skin, hmm. Eh, I could be talked into that for the, if the price was right, especially if yeah, I need some new wheels. There <laughs> we go. Uh, yeah, there's got to be there's got to be an agreement, an uh, arrangement there somewhere.
2: There's an old saying: If you ate beans once, are you a bean eater? So if I suck <laughs> one dick, am I? Never mind.
1: No, no, not at all. And even and even if it did, so what? Turned out you like yeah. it. Yeah, anyway, <laughs>
2: you
1: know, we're well, going well, in the gutter we'll again. Yeah, let's stay away so from let's, there. Let's um, get out of the gutter with a nice, to nice our, sponsor. To our, another one of our sponsors, the, the lovely Kennedy.
3: Hello, my name is Kennedy Miller, and I'm a beauty guide for Limelight by Alcon. We are a professional makeup company now being offered
2: to the public after over 60-plus years in the industry. My website is com backslash makeup Kennedy. I can also be found on Facebook as Makeup Kennedy. To contact me about products or joining my team, you can email me at MakeupKennedy at Yahoo.com. I'll be waiting to hear from you.
1: Ah, the lovely Kennedy. Um, a, A girl who was even willing to try to make me look better. So that tells you what kind of skills that girl must have. Wow. That's a project. Yeah, yeah that's you you're telling me that's a project. Um all right, to my breaking to my breaking news. Now well, the NBA just announced their uh their finalists for their uh, year-end awards. Uh you want to run through them quick? We got a half hour left, yes? Yeah?
2: Sure, uh, uh maybe maybe I'll talk about the Sixers later because it wasn't important. But go
1: ahead. This shouldn't this shouldn't take that long. There's only six or seven of them, and there's only three guys in each one. So, if, I mean, comment if somebody really stands out, or if you think they may really missed somebody, have a word, and otherwise we'll just go okay. Uh, Defensive Player well, of the Year. The nominees are Rudy Gilbert, Joel Embiid, and Anthony Davis.
2: Well, uh, you're not French Canadian so I guess uh, I can forgive you for not saying is it Gobert is it
1: Gobert Gobert? Uh,
2: but that is actually you know yeah hot stuff Eddie Gobert (laughs) anyway um, fuck you
1: yeah
2: Nate and I kind of did our own without um, the finalists without knowing the finalists we did our own and, and, and Big Nate and I came up both with uh Rudy Gobert out there in Utah As as the defensive player in the year So I'll stick with that So that's not that Anthony Davis and Nothing about those
1: three They're all deserving Embiid was the third Embiid and Davis, yes
2: Yeah, I mean uh, It's, you know What's strange about this is that LeBron James actually You know Makes some key plays defensively, and is a nightmare matchup to everybody. But often gets omitted from these uh, these style awards because of his, uh, you know, his otherwise. He gets uh, he gets uh, uh, taken for granted in a lot of year end awards. But you know, I, I I'd still say judging from that, yeah, no 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 big complaints. M okay. B got his wish. He's in um, the finals.
1: Most improved player. Is it uh I'm not sure if I'm going to get this one right either, from Indiana Victor Oladipo Oladipo. Yeah. Oladipo yeah Oladipo uh from Houston uh-huh. Clint Capella and from Brooklyn Spencer yeah. Kennedy
2: Januady that's a name that I've had uh, trouble with because there was a little story with him The uh um, the consensus
1: at least in the comments do. is how is Chris Middleton not on this list Um I'm not I, I'm not aware of Chris Middleton so you'll have to about oh, to fill me in on that, a, if that's even possible. He's
2: a Milwaukee Buck. Um, I, you know, Oladipo. On if they're if they're clamoring for him to be on the list and not win the award, they may have a uh, burning case because he's he's definitely improved. But Oladipo is almost hands down. Is, is
1: your slam down he, winner?
2: He he was yeah, a fair enough. you know Russell Westbrook. Uh, You know, learning from Russell Westbrook, and uh, just a a decent, and I I use that word loosely, decent player to a bona fide superstar when he moved to Indiana. So, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Sixth man uh, from the Clippers, Lou Williams, from the Rockets, Eric Gordon, and from the Raptors, Fred Van Fleet
2: man i'm proud of nate and i because uh so far we've been nailing the first name that you said on everything and we we both gave it to sweet lou williams who off the bench scored over 50 in one game and was a key all-star snub so you know if uh if the order that you're reading them turns out to be the winner then nate and i will go three out of three so far
1: well i'm I'm giving them in the order that the NBA is giving them in. I don't know if there's any – I don't think there's any uh, reason to that necessarily, but um, all right, fair enough. Um, MVP, uh, James Harden, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis gets the nod.
2: Uh, We both voted for James Harden, as most of uh, basketball thinks. Um. LeBron is always the MVP as someone else well, said, or maybe Colin Coward. Go ahead.
1: I don't know um what the actual wording is. Like they have this argument in hockey every year. Um the MVP is in hockey is the the actual wording is is he's the guy who's the most valuable to his team. Yeah, which in all right, so the case could be made that the Rockets without James Harden don't win much. But there you we know, there again so could the LeBron James argument. So um yeah, I don't know if it's it LeBron about James.
2: Uh, Harden's going to win. Uh, I I'm just, you know, given that um like you would give well, me the, the heads up guy. about the way the NHL works. But yeah, he's the but thing, I mean, right? in, I don't I don't I can't attribute it, but I'll try to I think it was Max Kellerman. From first take on ESPN, may have been somebody else years ago that said every year LeBron James is the most valuable player, and I tend to agree. Uh, for the past, you know, Steph Curry won it twice. LeBron gets snubbed on that a lot, um, and if you if you're taking it literal by most valuable player, um, yeah, um, LeBron should always be I'm glad he's in the the final three um and acknowledged and they didn't throw Westbrook in there because he triple doubled again and all that nonsense but uh stats are stats but production and winning is 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 really important to me and you take Harden off the Rockets yeah they they're going to take a little bit of a shit but they'll still be a, a over 500 possibly playoff team with Chris Paul running the show uh you take LeBron off Cleveland We're talking uh, Atlanta, Memphis,
1: that level of team. (laughs) We're talking not much. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to, like I said, I'm not a LeBron guy. Uh, Not because of his skills. I I didn't care. I stopped liking him the minute we had the the choice and all that nonsense. Um, But, uh, yeah, pretty much, I mean, I'm going to guess – Probably 90% no, of, Con- of the time. You're thinking of. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm
2: up to something here. You're thinking of Kanye West with the choice. LeBron was the decision.
1: Oh, fuck. Whatever. <laughs> Same nonsense <laughs> where where a guy but you, who, but you, who, but you missed. whose head yeah. was way too big for what it should have been. Um, but like I said, I, I imagine that at least 90% of the games he's ever played in his life, he was probably the reason why the team won. So, probably, probably even more so. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty hard to argue. Like, if he won, I mean, the only reason you probably don't like that he won is because you're not a LeBron, a uh, LeBron James guy. It's not because you dispute yeah. whether he's he's got the skills or not. Uh, all right. Moving on from there. Um, here's one you'll be interested in a little bit, um, and I, I think this is hilarious too. Uh, rookie of the Year, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Jason Tatum or your man Ben Simmons. Wow. Uh <laughs>
2: judging from uh where we've went, the odds on favorite were 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 the way you uh the NBA and you relate them have been what the consensus thinks. So, if if following that trend, Ben Simmons would be third when all these Philadelphians are pretty much, including himself, have pretty much anointed him the rookie of the year. And, uh, you know, I was not totally sold on that, and it has nothing to do with playoffs. It's regular season. And he's a triple-double guy, but, you know, he's he's not a killer. And Donovan Mitchell came out of nowhere, and as did Jason Tatum, and they were killers. They finished. They went to the fucking hoop and finished. They didn't go to the hoop and look around to see who to pass it to. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's I thought it was a two man race. Um, it's a three man race,
1: apparently. I thought Tana was a little behind in the regular season. Okay. When, uh, but it, um, so the voting obviously need- takes place where this, when the season is done?
2: No, I, I thought it was already over. I, um, I don't know. Maybe they, they Well I'm gonna assume they that it couldn't for... be
1: because if they if they're only just announcing who's or or do they already know the winners? Is that what you're suggesting? That the I... votes are already in and that they are thrown out the top three there and just not telling you who won?
2: I I should know that but I don't but they're probably milking okay, we'll it for look... a fucking award.
1: We'll have to look into that. My my, probably... my logic being this. If if they voted for that award when the regular season ended Okay, maybe Ben Simmons wins that award and I wouldn't have a problem with that. But now that you've seen the playoffs, don't you have to kinda of lean towards Jason Tatum simply from what he's done in the in the postseason?
2: Uh yeah, uh, it's, at, it's at the very with...
1: least at the very least you can you erase Ben Simmons for what he hasn't done in the postseason?
2: Yeah, you can. But uh Donovan Mitchell was also an animal in the playoffs. Even, you know, he he played, uh, you know, as as bad as uh, Houston lost the other night to the dominant old State Warriors. They are still a very good team, and and Utah even even losing in five games took it. You know, they had something for that ass, as they say in the hood. And Donovan Mitchell, as a twenty year old kid, was. Uh, a big reason I'm, for that. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm just
1: trying to work it from the angle that let's say the Celtics go to the final and win. Um, yeah, that's not really but, a fair comparison to like in the NHL anyway. They vote for them as soon as the regular season is over. That those that voting takes place and the playoffs have nothing to do. Well, with that
2: it. that so, uh, that is something I should that is something I should know and I have known in the past, but it just skips my brain. But I I, I enough, know from, from the past. I know from right now why they give three finalists is because NBA tries to stretch their season and be in the public eye as long as they can. And after the finals are over or during the finals, when they're on a road stretch or something, they will have a ceremony with those people to give the awards in a fucking whole hour or two hour show. So they, oh, they yeah, milk I mean, every you nook know and exactly. cranny out of it. So that's why you were getting the three yeah. finalists.
1: The NHL does that, too. It's ridiculous. It's, uh,
2: But, uh, you know, um, I'd have to be a homer here, despite all the bad things I've said about him. I would give it to Ben Simmons. I think that's what Nate and I. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Nate gave it to Donovan. I gave it to Ben Simmons, even though it was very reluctant.
1: All right. Fair enough. Um, coach of the year. This one's got me, even got me stumped. And uh, we had, uh, we had about me? eight
2: candidates.
1: Okay, well, if it's got me stumped, it's got a, it. It probably will pop out at you too. Um, okay, Dwayne Casey, fair enough. Quinn Snyder, and Brad Stevens.
2: They are three of our people we had in there. Um, it became more evident to me and maybe this is contagious around the nation about Brad Stevens' work. Um, Nobody really paid attention except those in that Boston, no pun, Boston market. Um, However, uh, I think Nate and I settled on Casey with Quinn Snyder being uh, a close runner-up, and it's it's good to see that they kind of got it right in our opinion. We also – threw Popovich in there because he lost Kawhi and still managed to be a formidable squad led by a once thought as soft player, LaMarcus Aldridge, etc., and older players. So um, they got it right though. I like those three out of them. Uh, uh, you know, I got to take away the postseason and just go from what I, you know, what I felt and back then. And it was, Dean Dow, hireable and unemployed Dwayne Casey from your neck of the woods, uh, as far as above the border.
1: That's always an award in most sports where um, three is just not enough. You know, it's pretty. You know, obviously the teams there's there's always the established coach who who you know who's got a good team who takes his team where everybody figures they were going to go. Um, which doesn't mean he shouldn't get coach of the year award. Then you've always got the guy that takes the team that nobody thought would do anything, you know, and they even have a mediocre year. Okay. Well, is that worthy of coach of the year? And then there's usually, you know, there's four or five more who, who deal with adversity or injuries or whatever it might be. And they, you know, probably could win coach of the year too. Um, I don't know how it is in the NBA. In hockey, it ends up kind of becoming an old boys uh, kind of a thing where Mr. Popular usually wins that award. I don't know if that's the same in the NBA, but um, unless somebody really, you know, uh, the team lost 62 games last year and this year won 62 and went to the final, unless there's somebody who really jumps out, uh, it usually goes to the, the veteran coach, usually gets the nod.
2: Yeah, I mean, another name we had there was Sixers coach Brett Brown. But, um, you know, uh, on another podcast, there's, a, there's another Sixer podcast out there where are just complete homers, um, which I don't really blame them. Uh, if you're a fan podcast, you should root for your team. But we're a little different here. We're objective. I don't think Brett Brown's as good as any of the three of those guys. At least he, he didn't show it to me despite their uh, 16, 17 game count in the playoff uh, win streak. But anyhow, uh, it is what it is. I yeah. say Dwayne Casey.
1: Yeah, it's a very, I mean, it's all of that stuff is a very subjective thing. And, it, and a lot of it depends on not very many people are able to put aside their personal uh, favorites or who they, a team they don't like, or whatever the case may be to uh, actually pick a guy who deserves to win without letting some of that get into the the voting. Um, And I imagine this is, I'm going to assume it's there again, getting a broken record, but that it's like the NHL, that it's the uh, uh, select amount of journalists who get to vote on this stuff. Uh Yep. Okay. So, so even that, um, like, I know this, and on a related note, and I don't know, again, I wish Nate was here because he would know the answers to this most of the stuff, probably. Um, the NHL, for the first time this year, it is no longer secret ballot. So if you vote, you know, let's say you're from Philadelphia, and your vote is for, I don't know if they can do write-in votes. I'm going to assume so. Um, you know, if you vote for, your home guy on everything, and put the other guys in place. You know, like I didn't vote for LeBron for MVP. Uh, see, there again, I don't know if the NFL—I don't know if they do it the same way. In the NHL, there's there's like five or six guys get nominated, and you you place them one, two, three, and then they give a, they got a point system, and whoever has the most points is the winner. So you could technically put like LeBron third, right? But then you would yeah. have to justify why you why you put it. Like before, nobody ever knew. So you would All have right, to justify okay. why. You, now you'll have to justify why you put him there. You know why did you think that he was worse than the other two guys? Or you could uh, you know especially if okay, if you know if you're the Philadelphia journalist. Okay, well why did you think uh, whoever should have should have got there ahead of the other guys? And it's they're expecting a different kind of voting this year because of course nobody wants to look like an idiot. <laughs> when they're when it's revealed how they voted and who they voted for, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, that's a pretty good upgrade in my opinion. So that's a kind of an interesting thing. Um, in more NBA news, the uh, Houston Rockets are up by 11 with six minutes left in the second quarter. 46-35.
2: Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know who predicted that.
1: No, uh, I, I some some fat guys. I think it was. Uh, and on your prediction of the the threes shall fall, they are eight of eighteen so far for uh, the Rockets. Great percentage. So we're even a little, Yeah, we're already seeing a bit of that. So um, still got to half to go yet. So anything could happen there yet. That game's not over yet. But, uh, but, but so uh, far, but trend, trend, trending sure, the way you said. Uh, tre- trending the way you said it would. A, a
2: guy who shall remain nameless. Will somehow listen to this tomorrow and say we we posted it after the game or something. If you if you that's an inside <laughs> joke with me and you, uh, you know
1: yeah, whatever. I, I, well, same with same with those award winners. I waited waited till the night the day yeah. after and then made my predictions. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh yeah! Hats off to that individual who shall never whose name shall not be spoken on this show, ever. What really sucks? What really sucks? Is he dies, Nice pos Then I might mention. No.
2: What, what, what sucks is in a, a nice positive mood. I'm in this week. You know, other than that particular stuff. Otherwise, pretty good dude. But he just goes
1: insane just with got that a, kind got of Got a stuff, weak spot man. there. <laughs>
2: yeah, definitely well, you know, mental, a boat. mental everybody's illness
1: in, in there. Everybody's got them. I mean. Uh... We've seen it in this in the sports to relate it back to the sports at least, um, you know. We've seen, we've all seen guys snap on a court. We've all seen guys snap in a, on football field, in the gym. You know, it does happen where guys just it's yeah. just their somebody pokes them and finds that weak spot that they whatever it might be, and off they go. So for for that individual, that well, I still say that is wants to be. Uh, Somebody else, but that's a whole other story for another day, um, or a different show.
2: Well, I am in a positive mood, so my opinion could change. But you know.
1: <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, so we got uh, we got nine minutes left. So uh, for a rarity on this show that we can wrap up on time for a change, because that doesn't happen very often when uh, you other two big mouths get going. So.
2: I'll take about 60 seconds for the Sixers,
1: basically. Um, All right, put, put, your, put your final eulogy on the Sixers.
2: The consensus was, well, if I would have asked you uh, last summer what, the, what would they be, and I said a playoff game. <laughs> That's what I said last summer. I said uh, the, you can check the first show, and that was last, you know, not last summer, but six months back before tip-off. Um, but I deal with, like I said before, I deal in the now, and they were very good compared to a very hurt Eastern Conference and uh, a less talented Cavaliers team, a injured Kyrie Irving on Boston, et cetera, et cetera. And no, I, I, you know, seeing Boston, they're a better team. Boston is than than Philadelphia, but no, they won about what they should have won in the now so shut the fuck up saying they did better than you expected and god forbid that stupid process word and you gotta trust the process and next year well next year your little process sam Hinkie probably wouldn't even know who lebron james name was is that that actor you know he doesn't know anything except numbers and uh you know, he he might not have the wherewithal that a Brian Colangelo would. This might be a little more than sixty seconds, but it's almost over. And uh, if they if they bring LeBron James in here and they have a healthy team and they don't gut most of the team to get him, then they'll be a legitimate contender. And we'll talk next year. But um, they were as good as they should have been this year, and and they fucked up a little bit. Uh, but uh, you got to credit Boston a little bit because as we're seeing, they're doing it to everybody. So. You know, thank you, Sixers. You gave me a good season, but don't listen to the fucking other moron fans that are are sucking your dick for losing in the second round because you're supposed to be a championship team if you have two quote-unquote generational players. So get your shit together.
1: We've had this discussion. I think we had it the other day, but I think it might have been off air, um, where we agreed that uh, any season where your team does not win the championship is a shit season. Well, not yep. a shit season, but it's a forgotten, but it's a forgotten season. It means nothing. And the and the fact that second people place, would like to cling, second
2: place is the first loser.
1: Yeah, well, remind me of who? Uh, not very many people, except for the hardcores, can tell you who came in second. You might remember who won. Exactly. But the second place means nothing. Exactly. Um, and this illusion that somehow, uh, just because you progressed from the beginning of the year from your or from your last year to the end of this year, that you got better, that somehow that better is going to continue, is nonsense. I'm not saying it won't, but to expect that, you know, that, that the, the rally and cry now is oh well, we got to the second round, so logically next year we'll get to the final. Um, no, not necessarily. Uh, the Toronto Raptors could hire well, are going to hire a new coach and might make a trade for. God only knows who, and they get better. Uh, the Celtics are going to get better just because they got guys who won't be hurt next year. They're going to be better. Uh, yep. Cleveland could. God only knows what's going to happen in Cleveland. They might trade for half the world and be better, or trade LeBron Milwaukee. James somewhere else to make that team better. Um, what's problems. Philadelphia going to do? You know, Philadelphia hasn't even settled their own personnel issues yet. They may not be better on paper come next year, depending on what happens.
2: Now, without the big acquisition of of LeBron James, I have them not winning as many games next year as they did this year. So
1: there's the possibility that they may not be as good next year. Um, I agree. So, which leads me back to the whole clinging to the future thing. I mean, okay, yeah, I mean, you'd have to be an idiot not to say, okay, well, the future does look a little brighter than it did uh, six months ago, but six months ago was six months ago, and tomorrow's tomorrow, so, you know, the fact that they had a good season this year, well, that's great for the record book and all that stuff, as far as being a fan goes, I mean, I I don't know about you, but I want my team to win, I don't want to hear about how they consecutively get better for the next ten years and then never win, want I want championship, man. That's what it's all about. And they should be doing, I mean, and maybe they will, they should be doing whatever they can to make their team good enough to win it. So we'll have to see if that's what happens in Philadelphia, which, as you have pointed out and I have learned over this season, is not what they normally do there. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm sitting here looking okay. What's the? What are the chances that uh, Markel Fultz starts next year? You know, uh, I don't really high. know. Okay, I mean, and not then not... my my brain, my brain goes, okay, but is he really any good? What does that do to the team? And who has to leave the team for that to happen? Who's not going to start next year if that happens? Yeah. You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, it, I mean, there's just there's more questions than answers in that. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm tough on my teams. I, I want my teams to win. I'm not happy with uh, second round. I want more than that. If I'm, I know. if I'm a 76 Sixers fan, so me too. Take that for what it's take that for what it's will. And as far as that process goes, well, the only way the only way that ever gets to validity is if they start saying it's because of right now and they win the title, then I'll trust it. But until then, I trust nothing.
2: No. Um, we probably have enough time only to tell who who won the lottery and, you know, so forth, and not really. Yeah, we got
1: two minutes left. Uh, um, an update just, on the story is down the down Houston, to the... Go ahead. Uh, Houston is giving uh, the uh, Golden State a beating. It is now 18 points. Uh, two minutes left in the second half. Um, the lottery uh, uh, order was. Um, hold on a second. I have it. Phoenix. I a know lot.
2: Phoenix was first.
1: Suns. Who finally we can end the uh, conspiracy theories about the league hating Phoenix and screwing them over on their. Uh, uh, on their uh, chances to win the first pick now that they finally got one, um, we have just a second I gotta scroll back at uh from top to, from bottom to top at number fourteen uh, Denver nuggets uh thirteenth and twelfth picks both go to the clippers uh, I need eleven Charlotte hornets at eleven. 76ers get the pick where you're never sure what you might get at number 10. Maybe a good player, but maybe not, depending on how wise you are. Uh, The Knicks get hosed and and go to number 9. The Cavaliers get the 8th pick. The Bulls at 7. Orlando Magic at 6. Dallas Mavericks at 5. Memphis at 4. The Hawks moved up considerably and got the third spot. Uh, Sacramento at number two and Phoenix Suns at number one.
2: Yeah, all those all those teams need players other than uh, Cleveland, unless you know the offseason changes happens, that. that.
1: That was the uh, and, that was uh, the consensus Philly. of the experts at the at the draft was that all the teams there need help, so it wasn't really going to matter who who got first. They, they everybody needs uh everybody needs players on that list, so except maybe Philadelphia. Yeah.
2: And next week with Big Nate's return to the United States of America, we will discuss who we think will help which team and why.
1: Yes, look forward to a mega episode of uh, Why Men Can't Jump where the the regulars hit the the court again with all their basketball goodness.
2: Right. I think we could take it home, my friend.
1: I believe so. 20 seconds left, so I hope that was entertaining for everyone. I had a good time doing it. And uh, that's it from me. Have a good night, everyone. Peace.